Alright guys, I am back and like I told you, I was tired. I, like I said, I really don't like recording podcasts like this because I go on these like long little talks and rants. Um, but this is what was on my mind and um, it's just, man, I, I sit there, I have two car sales guys. One's very good. One's good, but he only has two cars out and it's not of his nature, not at all. Uh, the other one's, you know, achieving greater numbers and stuff like that. But the one that has two cars out, he could potentially sell. He could turn it on and sell 14 cars by the end of the month. And the thing is, I sit here and I watch them, and it's almost where he's selling out of desperation and pressure. But in his mind, he's doing what he knows is best. And when you talk to him and you go take turns on his customer... It's almost where he has to step in. He feels like he has to reclose the customer or close the customer that can't be closed at that point in time. And that's where I think the frustrating thing is, is like, you know, that's where desperation comes in. That's where, you know, conflicts come in. That's where, you know, uncomfortableness comes in. And that's where I, you know, I sit there and you try to coach somebody, not just him, but (coughs) in all aspects, you try to coach somebody. And I think what happens is, Sorry, I drink water. We hear a louder voice in our head, and that louder voice is us saying, no, you're right. This guy can't teach you. He doesn't know the customer like you do. And and that's that's could be wrong on multiple levels, because you gotta think about it. If I'm going out there to close the customer, and I'm gonna you know do my normal close or whatnot, you're saying that I don't know the customer as good as you do. Granted, I agree with you on some levels. But on other levels, <coughs> for instance, I could say something that is totally different from what you say, and I could get the customer to think a little bit deeper. Or I could say something that's a little bit more logical than what you've been trying to say, and I can get that customer to understand. Or I could get them to say yes to me multiple times to turn it into, you know, them finally saying yes to the car deals because I'm building my little yeses. I'm, I'm digging out, carrying my yes, carrying my yes, carrying my yes, and I finally get to them to say all the yes. But what happens is, is when a sales manager does that or somebody else goes out and does that, it's very ego-driven to the fact that the person that's watching them, I guess would say get frustrated or get offended or... You know, oh, you, I, I, I already had them primed up. You know, you, all you had to do is just say a couple things. <coughs> Instead, we don't learn. We don't sit there and go, you know what? I didn't say that. I do appreciate that. You know, I, I'll, I'll use that. I'll take that little nugget and I'll use it next time. And that's the thing. I think, you know, we sometimes, and it's, and it's, and it's horrible. It's hard to watch. You know, as I think our ego in the car business is one of the biggest things that that stops us from being successful or stops us from growing into being the true salesperson you want to be, whether it be in the car business or any other industry, it, it truly, truly stops you. It truly slows you down. It puts a governor in your mindset and you're unable to go past that governor because, you know, you're either your your ego is hurt or, you know, you felt like you could have done a little bit different or you felt like you could have done a little bit better or that that person just got lucky. And that's not always true. So, but anyways, really not much more I could talk on that because it's just, it was on my mind. It's something I wanted to think about, something I wanted to 
carry across to y'all. Um, I'm going to hit y'all up in another podcast later on uh, next week that's going to be a little bit more, I guess, content-based. It's just it's one of those things that I, I get on my mind and I want to get it off, you know, because I just, I see it. I see, I see egos at the middle of the month. For, for instance, there's probably some of y'all right now in the car business. You're in the middle of the month. You only have a few units out and you're beating yourself up. But what you're not doing is you're not taking inventory on yourself, listening to your managers. Same thing goes for managers, too. I mean, they're not, you're not out of the question. You, too, get egotistical with your GM, GM and stuff like that. Like, I know how to run the dealership better than they do. And you don't. You really don't. They see a way great, way grander, bigger picture than you ever, will ever see. And they see it from, a, uh, you know, a mile, a mile, what is it called? A thousand, a, they see it from 10,000 feet up or something like that. And they have a bigger view of what's going on. And that's what I'm trying to tell you. You don't have that view sometimes that you need to have. And just like me as a manager, I don't always have that view. And sometimes with my GM, I think I know better than he does. And I'm telling you guys, I'm not I'm not one of those guys that sits there. And I, I have to step myself back every once in a while. Like my GM today, he calls me up and I said, look, I can't make a car deal like this. You're going to have to make a car deal. But I got to see the bigger picture of what he sees in order why he's going to put that car deal together. And that's one of those things. You got to step yourself back. You got to sit there and be open to what you need to learn and learn it. Don't sit there and just listen and yeah, yeah, somebody to death. Learn what they have to say. Take it. Internalize it. Figure it out. But anyways, I'm done on that one. One of the things I kind of want to talk about, I had a person, what's her name? Hit me up on LinkedIn. I will remember your name and I'll say it on the next podcast. She hit me up and she asked me about dealer fees on a car deal. Now, if dealer fees is straight profit, I don't believe in it. Uh, I think that's very manipulative. I don't think that's always right because you're telling the customer it's the same price, but you're charging them a dealer fee. So all you're doing is just charging profit. If there's not, nothing to show for it, then you're not adding any value. So dealer fees are something I don't necessarily agree with. I think it's a, a bad uh, thing in the industry. And I think that's why sometimes you have to deal with the fact of, well, this dealership, I think that's what gives people bad outlooks on the dealership. Now, don't get me wrong. I have hard-loaded items. I have hard-loaded stuff on my vehicles. I have a hard-loaded de- denim of about $2,500. Now, there's profit in it. Do not get me wrong. But at the end of the day, I can, I can justify why I'm charging $2,500 for stuff that typically costs 1000 bucks. So, because you're, you're providing value. With a dealer fee, you're not providing any value. It's not that you're not offering anything, so... I don't know. It's just it's one of those things I don't necessarily agree with. Um, another thing is I heard y'all want to, want me to talk about pay plans and how to break those down. I'm eventually going to do that. Um, I'm just kind of going over some things I got on my mind. And if y'all hear something, let me know. If y'all hear something that y'all really want me to dig down a little bit deeper in, um, let me know. I'm, I'm doing a um, uh, podcast on just how to break down internet leads, how to break down how to do follow-up, how to break out on how to do do manager review, how to sit there and look at e-leads, dealer socket, whatever you may do, may have, and building up a follow-up schedule, whether it be internet, uh, showroom floor, be back customers, just all that stuff, man. I mean, that's just what makes you valuable. That's what makes you valuable as a salesperson to eventually uh, dominate not only in your business, but and everything because that's one of the things that you're going to have to have to learn how to do in this market is to become more digital become more savvy uh and it's and it's and it's key key very key to your success the more you become digital 
the more you're going to be valuable to a dealership. And it's going to be hard to fire you. It's going to be hard to replace you. Um, like I told you, they'll share that information with somebody else because I I don't know if I'm always going to be a, a Infinity, clearly Infinity. I obviously don't. I want to be a GM of a dealership or I want to be, you know, digital on the digital platform of the car of, you know, industries or whatnot. But I know for a fact um, there's a lot still. I, there's tons I still need to learn. But anyways, I can't talk too much longer. I think I'm, I'm getting tired. I think I'm mumbling. I think I'm going on. But guys, I love y'all. The surveys mean, the reviews mean tons to me. Um, but one thing if y'all can take away this from this podcast, don't let your ego determine de- determine your lack of success, okay? Put your ego in the side. When you get to work, take your ego, put it in a bag, learn from your customers, learn from your sales manager, learn from other salespeople. And I think that's really tr- one of the true ways you're going to dominate. I think that's one of the true ways you're going to be able to, I guess, accelerate faster in your education. It's like going from first grade to your senior year in high school. And in, if you're not willing to learn, you're going to really slow down that process to where if you want to go from first grade to your senior year in the car business, it's quite easy to do the more you want to open your mind and um, be, a, be a student of the business. So guys, I don't have any more to say. Sorry this podcast is going on rant-wise. Uh, I truly appreciate y'all like I told y'all. If y'all want to connect with me, connect with me on Insta- or Facebook, Tony Story, S-T-O-R-I-E. Instagram at TNT Dad 2728 And connect with me on LinkedIn, Tony in parentheses, Anthony, last name Story. Guys, I love you. Um, I'm going to do a Friday. What did I do Friday? Uh, closing tools or, or um, overcoming, objection, overcoming objections. So get back on it on Monday. But guys, I love y'all. I really, truly love y'all. And you know how I'm going to end this thing out. You know what I'm going to say, everybody? Peace. Tony Story, back with another podcast episode, Car Sales 101. That was a horrible intro, horrible, absolutely horrible. <clears throat> it's like I hadn't done it in a while, right? So anyways, guys, just wanted to hit y'all up. Sorry I didn't get my Monday motivation out. I can't remember what took place. I think my son and my kids had to do something and just got really sidetracked and busy, so <clears throat> anyways. Guys, you know where to connect with me on? Connect with me on Facebook, um, Tony Story, S-T-O-R-I-E. Instagram, at TNT Dad 2728 And on LinkedIn, uh, Tony, in parentheses, Anthony, last name Story. So, <clears throat> I don't know if I'm coming under the weather too, guys. <clears throat> so, if you hear a little bit of coughing throughout the thing, I do apologize for that. But, let's get into a little cleanup. You know, I, the other day, I actually read a lot of my uh, reviews I think I got 37 of them, 39 of them on um, Apple, Apple Podcasts. It's pretty awesome. And I'm reading them and I, I really, I really, truly appreciate it because you never know what you're going to do that's going to change somebody's life or 
lead them in a different direction. So I truly, truly appreciate that. But with that being said, so we can be more relevant, make sure you give me a five-star review, write some words in there. I truly appreciate it. The other thing is, is um, I was listening to another car sales podcast, Car Sales Millionaire, and uh, it's a good podcast. You know, I think you can learn a little bit here and there. Um, but I, what I, I, I don't think, you know, there's enough content in there. And that's the reason why sometimes I don't record a podcast, because I don't think I'm going to bring you all enough content. So anyways, let me tell you a little bit of what's going on in my dealership. We just hired another sales manager, um, so I can, I can focus more on the digital portion of it. But... Um, you know, I got to see how it's going to work out. We have to hit our numbers and all that stuff. So I think it's a good move. And I think we'll be able to um, catapult and really move forward with what we're trying to achieve. But with that being said, I guess some things have highlighted out to me, right? Some things in the car business have really highlighted out to me. And one of those things is, is, you know, I think in the car business... Those of y'all that have been in, in the car business, and at least for six months for listening to me now, probably about seven months, um, you might be starting to get really smart, right? You might think that you know everything about the car business, you, that you learn this, you learn that, and I'm about to, I'm not going to say I'm going to hurt your ego, but you don't really know as much as you think you do know. And the reason why I say that is I have two salespeople, I have several salespeople that you know, I guess it's either ego driven or I don't know. It's, it's something deep down inside that you, maybe I can't put my finger on, but the thing is, is that you try to talk to somebody sometimes and it's not even getting through. And one thing I've known since I've been in the car business, and this is why I'm kind of recording this episode is that you really got to humble yourself. It's like if I got in the room with Mike, I think it's Mike Maroney. I think he was the CEO of um, uh, AutoNation. Now he's part of a group where he owns, I think he owns like 13 dealerships or whatnot. The difference is, is I could sit there from a distance and I could judge the guy and all that stuff. But if I got in the room with Mike Maroney, I would sit there and I'd listen to everything he has to say. I, I would sit there and humble myself to what he has to say, what he has to teach me. If I'm sitting there talking to GM of a small dealership, smaller than what I work for, I would humble myself before them and learn everything that they have to teach me. Now, I might be able to bring some value to him, but I guarantee you he's going to bring more value to me. And here's the thing. One thing I, I think I've learned in the car business for the time that I've been in it is that I need to take that time and I need to sit there and stop and not talk over that person and take the value that they have to teach me. Learn, learn what they have to say. And what I see in the car business too many times, you have too many salespeople that think that they're, they get manageritis or they get to the fact where they have to kind of tell somebody you know, what's on their mind, so on and so forth, and they don't want to listen or they think they know better on what to say and how to say it. And I'm telling you right now, that's not always the case. You know... In the car business, or anything sales, it's really emotional driven. Uh, you know, it's like, I, for instance, and I'm not trying to toot my horn because I'm I'm starting to venture out, and you know what I'm not. I wouldn't say that I'm not comfortable with, but things that I think set you apart from other people. But I had a customer that was in College Station. I'm in the southern part of Houston, so this. 
customer potentially had to travel past three Infinity dealerships to come see me. And she wanted to pre on one for X amount of dollars, $20,000. And we didn't have one, and that one sold. So I said, you know, I'm gonna make a video. And long story short, I did all that stuff. And she came down and she bought a brand new vehicle for us and she paid 35,000. Total difference between what she was trying to achieve is literally $15,000 more than what she wanted to pay. Now with that being said, the one thing I know um, is that I went out there and I taught my salesperson. But the thing is, the that salesperson will probably take a little bit of what I, I learned, but I have some salespeople that just won't learn in general, you know, that, that sit there and I don't know, it's just, you know, they they become so good in the car business, in their mind. Oh, I'm selling 20 cars a month, blah, blah, blah. And I get it, but I think that you still have tons more to learn. I think you should always be a, um, a student of the business, student of the car business, to whereas you're always wanting to learn. I think you're always wanting to evolve. And I think that's the one thing that's kind of kept me relevant in the car business and not just be a desk manager. I can teach a lot of stuff to a lot of people in the car business. And I don't say that from an egotistical standpoint, but I sit down with some of these salespeople that say, yeah, I was a top internet guy at, at my dealership. And it's like, okay, show me what you can do. And I, I sit there and I talk to them and it's like, I don't really think that they were a top salesman in the internet, but I think that they cherry pick the leads or whatnot, just, you know, a couple different things that I, that I see that I've, since I've been in the car business and they're really not a student of their profession. They're not sitting there and reaching out. And that's one of the key things I always try to do. Um, I haven't been in finance in about two years now, but I still go back to my finance managers. I talk to them. I ask them how the banks are buying and I absorb that information. I need to know that information. I need to be educated in that field. And that's what I think sometimes happens. I think we get so tunnel visioned in what it is that we're doing that we want to do and that we think our persona or our ego or a reputation, whatever it may be, we don't want to show a flaw in it. We don't want to show that we need to learn. But in all actuality, we all need to learn. I guarantee you, you can talk to Bill Gates, you can talk to Donald Trump, whether you like him or not, you can talk to, you know, tons of people out there. They can still always learn something. They always want to learn something. And, and that's one of the key things. When I sit down and I talk with a customer, I always try to see how far I can push myself. Not to push the customer, but to push the relationship that I have with that customer and try to find common ground and try to test little things that I say out to them. And I don't do it in a mean way most of the time. I do it in a most nice way. And it's just, you know, and I, because I'm at a point where I can only learn so much now. Um, and I need to step into different realms of the car business, you know, more, more and more digital than what I am now, because I think that's where the car, car business is going. But closing customers, stuff like that, I, I can pick up little tidbits here. But the majority of what I've learned is already there. And so, you know, the only thing I can do now is push my levels, my limits higher by pushing myself higher and asking different questions that have never been asked before and trying to explain things on a logical kind of playing field. 
And that's what I mean. I, don't, I think sometimes, you know, we as salespeople, we teeter out. We get to that fifth grade level and we stay at that fifth grade level because it's the highest level that we can get to because we're not willing to learn. Because I know at the fifth grade, fifth grade level, I can sell 12 cars a month. But if I would learn the seventh grade level, I could, I could, I'd sell, I could sell 15 cars a month. If, I, if, I, if I'm a senior, I can sell 18 cars a month. You know, and it's just those things that I think that we can always constantly learn. We can always constantly evolve. You can always sit there and figure out new things. And, and that's why I just, I think that sometimes I get frustrated because I see salespeople, not even salespeople, I'm telling you guys, I see managers do this too. They get so ego-driven and they get tunnel vision that they forget to be students of the business. They forget to learn stuff. They get forget to, you know, um, sit back and reflect. And I talked about this on previous podcasts, but they truly get to sit back and reflect on, on what they did, did and didn't say and all that stuff. But you know what's coming up, guys. I am really, I am tired. I'm beat down. I mean, I literally left at 11. I got home at 11 o'clock last night, went to bed at 12, woke up at 5 o'clock, ran 5 miles. I'm going to try to wake up in the morning and run. But I am beat down. But anyways, long story short, guys, give me a minute. Listen to the Anchor app. Like I said, if you're starting out your journey in the car business or any kind of a thing that you think you have uh, a good education on or a good, you know, like you're the, you're, you're, you're the best at it or whatnot, record it, man, and, and put it out there. But hey, give me one minute. I'll be back with y'all. I love you guys. Give me one minute.